Hello and welcome to the Alligator Podcast, where we break down the latest news from the University of Florida, Gainesville, and around the state. I'm Valeria Antonchuk at the Independent Florida Alligator. In this episode, we're taking a look at the now national holiday of Juneteenth, commemorating the end of slavery in the United States. We'll be talking about Gainesville's journey to Juneteenth, a month-long celebration with a special focus on Florida's history. Plus, more top headlines in Gainesville and around the state you should know coming into the week. This episode was recorded on Friday, June 18th at 4 p.m. Let's get to the news. President Joe Biden signed legislation this week officially establishing Juneteenth as a federal holiday in the United States. June 19th commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. That date is of historical significance to Texas specifically, where on June 19, 1865, Union Major General Gordon Granger officially informed some of the last enslaved individuals in Galveston, Texas, that they were free. That was about two years after President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863. In Gainesville, this holiday was celebrated with a month-long celebration this year. The journey to Juneteenth began May 20th, which is Florida's date of emancipation, and culminates June 19th with a Freedom Walk in Depot Park. The month-long celebration brought special events like art exhibits and movie screenings focusing on Black history. The Alligators' Sam Schaefer is reporting on Gainesville's journey to Juneteenth with Fonhuin. Sam spoke to people like the Gainesville Regional Utilities Chief Inclusion Officer Yvette Carter, who spoke on the meaning of the journey to Juneteenth. Journey to Juneteenth is important because it is an educational opportunity uh, for all of our neighbors and residents here in Gainesville to learn about what actually happened in history and to really bring light to um, a part of our history that that we that none of us love. I, I don't think anybody um, here would applaud slavery, but this really is um, the journey to Juneteenth is really an opportunity to educate accurately um, what has happened in the now United States of America. Sam Schaefer is here now with more on the story. Hi Sam, thank you for being here to share some of your reporting. So to start off, can you give a brief overview of what the Journey to Juneteenth is and how it came about? Sure, so the Journey to Juneteenth is a month-long series of events hosted by the city uh, to commemorate the June 19th holiday that celebrates the emancipation of those who have been enslaved by the United States. The journey, uh, like the sort of city of Gainesville is doing this journey, it's the month-long celebration. Uh, The journey began on Florida's Emancipation Day, which is May 20th, with a raising of the Juneteenth flag at City Hall, and it will last until June 19th, when it will culminate in a freedom walk at Depot Park. We are at Juneteenth now when we're recording it. It's coming up on Saturday. How has the response been so far to this month of events that's already kind of occurred? And what have you been hearing from people involved in all of these events and celebrations? Uh, It's been super positive. I've been talking to people at the events and, you know, a lot of members of the Black community are very happy to see this month-long celebration for the first time. And, you know, they say it makes them feel included. Uh, I, there's a pretty common sentiment of it's sort of the first step in a lot of needed steps uh, in this community, but I think it's a, been a very positive reception in the community. Um, and yeah, like there was the Lincoln Legacy celebration the other day at Abraham Lincoln Middle School. Uh, just commemorating the 50th anniversary of the last graduating class of the all-black Lincoln High School before integration. Um, And so it just like was this nice community event. All these uh, alumni from Lincoln High School got together and saw each other for the first time in years. And there's 
it was just a very like joyous, um, you know, a little bit somber because it was like this great community center that was just sort of shut down um, abruptly. Uh, and they were sort of shipped off to all these different schools around Gainesville. Um, and so that sort of was a theme. They got to reminisce on the school. And it's just been a nice sort of community way for the community to get together. Awesome. Thank you. And the journey to Juneteenth is now going to be an annual event in Gainesville, right? Yeah, this is the first. I believe it's going to be an annual event, and this is the first one. Okay. And kind of just expanding more on what you just talked about, what does this really mean to the people in the community who made it happen? You know, of course, I cannot speak for any of the organizers of the event or anything like that, but the word that keeps sort of popping up in interviews is like, it's an honor. Um, to sort of plan something like this and be a part of the first celebration of this kind. Um, there's a pretty common sort of notion that this is like a much more involved celebration than happens around the rest of the country. Like, yeah, there's Juneteenth events. Juneteenth has really sort of come into the mainstream uh, in the past few years. Uh, but this whole like month long series of events hasn't really been done anywhere else. And so they were all very proud to be doing that for their community. Thank you, Sam. Alligator reporter Fong Nguyen went to the Freedom Walk Saturday morning and spoke to some people attending, like Matt Bowman, co-founder of 100 Black Men of Greater Florida. Bowman speaks on the significance of Juneteenth in commemorating the contributions of African-American people to society throughout history. What Juneteenth is, is a, uh, a, a freedom commemoration that uh, really highlights the contributions of African-Americans um, to this country. It, it marks our fuller involvement, the public recognition of our involvement in American history. And so we've been here since the 1700s. We're an integral part of American society. And Juneteenth is just an affirmation of our participation in the society. Mm -hmm. He also says the city of Gainesville's commitment to inclusion is evident, while other communities in Florida and around the country are playing catch-up. I think the city of Gainesville has done a fantastic job. If you look at all the other communities in Florida and around the country, they're playing catch up. But the fact that you and I are walking on this 5K and talking about this speaks volumes about um, Gainesville's commitment to um, the inclusion of everyone in the city. That was some of Fong's conversation with attendee Matt Bowman at Gainesville's Juneteenth Freedom Walk. Check out the full story at alligator.org. In other Gainesville news, blood donation centers in the city are continuing to face supply shortages, as are many centers nationwide since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Alligators' Fa Nguyen reports LifeSouth Community Blood Center, a nonprofit blood bank in Gainesville, is just one of the donation centers continuing to see a lack of donors. The center is specifically in need of type O blood, especially as surgeries canceled during the pandemic are now being rescheduled. Blood drives were not able to go to schools in and businesses at the beginning of the pandemic, causing a shortage of donations. Fong reports LifeSouth has recently been permitted to have blood drives at UF and at schools by the Alachua County School District. We have some more COVID-19 news this week. The Florida Department of Health will no longer report daily COVID-19 statistics, switching to a weekly reporting basis. The Alachua County COVID-19 dashboard had previously provided daily updates of COVID-19 developments, including vaccinations, testing numbers, positivity rates, and fatalities. The Alligators' Alexandra Harris reports in Alachua County, the new updating system will consist of weekly Facebook posts with abbreviated data from the Florida Department of Health. Read these stories and more at alligator.org.
In more state news, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill this week mandating a moment of silence at Florida's public K-12 schools each morning starting next school year. According to House Bill 529, public school principals will need to require teachers in first period classrooms in all grades to set aside at least one minute but no more than two minutes daily for a moment of silence. Students may not interfere with other students' participation and teachers may not make suggestions on the nature of students' reflection during the moment of silence. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, follow the podcast on Spotify and check back for new episodes out every Sunday night. You can also keep up with the latest news from The Alligator on Twitter at The Alligator and subscribe to our newsletter at alligator.org. I'm Valeria Antonchuk and this is The Alligator Podcast. Have a great week.